and welcome to Fun Sized Films. Uh, this is a slow, a micro project of the BFE. My name's Ian. And I'm Georgia. And we're here today to talk about another, another fun sized film. Fun sized film. First one that's not really exclusively a comedy. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. one had a bit more. A bit more to it, a bit yeah. more, a bit more subtext, shall we say, about what it's for. So I'm curious to have a conversation about it. Uh, the film in question is called High Maintenance. It is available, as all the films that we do are, mm-hmm. on YouTube. Yep. And uh, I think this one ran about I don't know, like nine minutes, maybe. Like yeah, these things are that. not long wa- uh, watches. So if you're out there and you're going, oh, um, what's this kind of really about? Literally, hit pause on your phone, on the TV, whatever the situation is, just go watch High Maintenance. It'll take you 10 minutes and you'll be inside the conversation. This is one I think you really kind of want to, uh, you definitely want to watch it before we go ahead and spoil it for you. Yeah, definitely. So um, definitely give that uh, give that a watch. Uh, big shout out. We've, we did a couple in the can before we started, but uh, uh, let's go ahead and do it here. Friend of the podcast, Dwayne Smith. Dwayne Smith. Who uh, said how much he loved the format. And yeah, so thanks a lot, Dwayne. Cool. Appreciate Thank that. Whenever you. we try something new, it's nice to get some uh, feedback on that so it was good to see that that's uh that's gone all right and so we're here today to talk about high maintenance uh directed by philip van that's another one i, I actually uh have the option to teach and, and do teach it's a it's a it's a great film for um how to structure a narrative okay and sort of the information you allow the audience to know the information you don't allow yeah, the yeah. audience to know and so uh yeah uh, generally, just here's what we go ahead. We start with the rules of what we think a short film generally does. Generally, we should know the rules within the first minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, limited in characters, uh, limited in plot points, only the things that are essential need to be there. Yep. And then we should get out without any denouement. Mm-hmm. We should just kind of hit the climax and then Leave. credits. Uh, we can talk about... Oh, <laughs> we hit that two minute and... 12 second warning so this is generally it's just spoiler warning from here on there there be there be spoilers um do we know the rules within the first minute no but i think that's straight because i think you're not supposed to are you there's a couple of twists and if they were to give you all the rules it it doesn't make any sense not so much no no so uh this is uh the starred uh we open with a a dinner Mm-hmm. A candlelit dinner. Yes. Uh, with a very long table. And some very prominent eating sounds. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I did not notice this. <laughs> I did. And we're met to, we're introduced to, we don't forget to hear their names, but they're Jane and Paul. Yeah. And Jane is played by Nicolette Kribitz. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm getting that right. And Paul is played by Wanya Muez. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wanya, Wanja, I don't know. It's uh, definitely Scandinavian, I believe, or German, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, and so uh, they're having dinner. Um, this film uh, was, just for the record, it won a bunch of stuff. I'll just mention it won Best Short Film at the Seattle International Film Festival and won both the Judges and the Audience Award for Best Short Film at the Gen Art Film Festival. So okay. that's kind of what does it. And the reveal, we're behind Paul's head and we see this dinner taking place and it's not going well. This no. is This is all the visuals of a romantic dinner. But none, none of the content. <laughs> none of the content. And I mean, he looks dull. Yeah. He's in like this washed out brown, tan, gray ensemble. Yeah. It's like if Dexter got boring. Actually, it's not a bad example. If Dexter got really, really boring, <laughs> uh, he would look like this. And she offers him wine and he puts his hand over the glass, glass yeah. and says he can't. He's on call. So, which I think from that perspective. He's like an, a paramedic or something. Or, or a surgeon, surgeon or yeah. something. Yeah. Or a firefighter, something like that. Something where, you know, lives would be depending on it. Yeah. And, uh, she says, you know, it's our anniversary. 
And then she downs her whole glass and fills it back up yeah. again. So she's clearly unsatisfied. Yeah, definitely. She thinks he's boring. Yep. Um, and she wants something to excite her. Um, and then almost as a apology or something, he comes back with the asparagus is very tender. <laughs> she responds with, they say it's an aphrodisiac. Mm-hmm. He goes, who says that? She goes, I, I don't know people <laughs> and then he asked me about how was your day and she throws her drink in his face yep and tells him basically to be a man and have a drink because mm-hmm. he's just a computer analyst analyst yeah he's not a surgeon yeah and i don't know the whole throw a drink in your face things crossing a definite line yeah yeah definitely and then he fires up a smoke yep uh, a cigarette uh smoke it's very canadian to say fire up smoke <laughs> um and then he s- smokes but she says no no you will not smoke that in my house so you've got two ways you can read this you can read this that they're a couple but she, they're having such a fight she's referring to it with a personal pronoun my yeah. as opposed to our yeah or you can take it literally and if it's my house why is it if it's, if it's your anniversary yeah and it looks like you've been together a while if you're this bored yeah yeah why isn't it our, our house? house yeah, yeah. In the middle of... And so she gets rid of his cigarette, takes it literally out of his mouth, yeah. throws it in the bin, but as it happens, you hear the sound of a lighter, and he's smoking again. And he's not making eye contact. No. And she says, oh, it's what I wanted, passive smoke. She said, that's what I want for my anniversary, followed by some stilted conversation, and if I'm lucky, some short mechanical sex. Mm-hmm. Which is actually quite clever, if you think about it. Yeah, it's very clever. Yeah. And then, I don't know if he looks sad, he just looks the way he always looks. Yeah. But and she instantly apologizes. Yeah. Yeah. Goes up to him. Yeah. And sort of sits in his lap and caresses him. Yeah. And her hands move to the back of his neck. And uh, there's a toggle switch. Yep. Which she hits. And he powers down. He just goes limp. Yep. Well, he's, he's still sitting up. But yeah, he just sort of his head goes down and that's it. And then uh, she sits in the chair for a moment grabs their drink, feet up on the table, and says, mm-hmm. Happy anniversary. And then fires up her laptop. I wonder what Apple felt about there. Uh, <laughs> it was a slight shallow focus, but it's uh, it was definitely an Apple logo. Yes, it was. And as she's looking at her laptop in the background, in, in the beyond the laptop, as she's ordering, you can see the 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 old model. I guess you say at this point. Yeah. The, the, but there's the, a there's a wedding picture as well in the in the foreground. Right. So this is the first twist: is that we're in some sort of utopia, not utopian. Most what I'm looking for here dystopia dystopian thank you some sort of dystopian um future yeah where uh, i guess there's like mechanical spouses spouses yeah and they fill those needs and you say what you need out of a spouse and they provide you with that yeah in a thing that looks very much like it would be on apple's branding i mean like it's it's really (laughs) sleek um and so she starts to order a replacement model and it's phoning with all the passion of upgrading your phone yeah I'm unsatisfied with my current unit. Yep. <sighs> Harsh. Because mm-hmm. we're, mar- we're, we're marrying, pun not intended, but I'll take it, <laughs> this with the kind of spousal yeah. situation, but we're, we're using this very robotic um, and commercialized yeah. language. Yeah, definitely. And she says, I want to upgrade the current model, something sportier, maybe a rock climber. Oh, no, no, a masseuse. Oh, no, wait, could I have a, a rock climbing masseuse? And this is kind of like <laughs> selfishness is what this is. Yeah, definitely. And uh, she's trying to go through his specifics. No, no, but n- not, not long hair. Yeah. And no beard. And could he be blonde? And maybe just a five o'clock shadow. Yeah. 
and there's a fade out to show the passage of time and we come back in and there's a knock at the door and uh it's the delivery the apple iphone is here if you will yeah, it's so strange and it says on it choose everlasting love which yeah. is a really interesting slogan considering what we're watching yeah definitely and she unwraps unwraps the new model this plastic and this desire in her eyes <laughs> and the old model's being wheeled away and she runs into the corridor kisses him and takes the ring off his finger and then places it on the new robot and powers him on and whoever the actor is uh, i said his name earlier um, Juan Jamuez. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. As far as like, if you told me, now pretend you're a robot being powered on for the first time, I'd be like, I don't know what that is. Yeah, it was, it was very, very good. And even the part where like he like grabs he, a he napkin, even, first, re- doesn't he? yeah, and then looks and then, around and then he grabs a, it's only like one arm is moving yeah. and then he sort of adopts the sort of natural it's human way cool. of doing yeah. things. Very good. Um, and she, uh, we get almost a mirror of the first. Uh, conversation yeah but the roles are almost reversed yeah yeah she does go over and offers him a drink and he says no wine i've got a big climb tomorrow yeah so the problem's still not fixed uh and then he he goes with uh the asparagus is very tender he says they say it's an aphrodisiac you know she goes oh uh, oh, it's just what people say he approaches her so tell me about your day and he starts massaging her and this is really clever because for the audience i want to know if you bit or, or 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 if you got here did you see twist number two coming? No. Oh, okay. Because my show was talking. Like, that was so obvious. I'm like, he's a masseuse. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not it that obvious. I, I bet I did not. I did yeah, because I, I, I bet the first time I saw yeah. it. Yeah, I bet. And as he's massaging, then you see her all. You hear a click and she goes limp and you find out she's a robot she's too. She's very good at that down, powered down look though. She's just blank. Yep. She reminds me a lot of, oh, who's, uh, Thames and Greg. Oh, I don't know. There was that version of Twelfth Night that the National Theater did a couple oh, years ago, yeah, where yeah. she was Malvolia. Yes, yeah, I know who you mean. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like she's like, this woman's like a, like a German or Scandinavian, like Nordic poor person's version of <laughs> Tams and Greg. No disrespect to Tams and Greg or the actress in question. Yeah. Um, and so then he sits on the couch, smoking a cigarette and a beer, watches sports, and looks remarkably unhappy. Yep. As we fade to black, we get this lovely score. And the score really is, for the third time, I'm sort of talking about how great the original music yeah, in this is. Yeah, it's really good. And it was by uh, Daniel Dickmice. Mm-hmm. So there we go. And that is the thing. So, I mean, the question now, more of anything else, kind of unpacking this and going, well, what do we just see? What's the point of it all? I have a question for you first, Alt. Yep. When you first watched this, yep. were you was it obvious to you that the two robots are played by the same person no to me a couple viewings okay so, cool. <laughs> uh, did you realize before the credits hit no oh it okay it's only once the credits hit that i went that's the first time i've watched it through, uh, that's the first time i've watched it through to the credits yeah no i had but no you idea. look at it and so there's this another level to the monotony of it is yeah. that it's the same guy yeah yeah just in a different alteration i had no idea they could have been completely different yeah people. no i probably watched it like three or four times before i realized it was the same actor. Uh, okay yeah i don't feel so bad on that one then his accent is very different the second time around he it comes is, off as, yeah. as, as as american the second yeah, time. yeah he does yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was the first time he's got a very pronounced a uh, german or scandinavian mm-hmm. accent so uh there was that so what do you think it's all about i used a commentary on like the monotony of both relationships and technology at the moment it's very much a I think it's a bit of a uh, bit of a warning, I guess. Yeah. Um, I think if you replace them being robots with just like with humans with phones in their hands, I think it's still a very similar, very similar story. 
I'd go a step further. I think it's an allegory for people giving up on, on relationships. Oh, and giving up on them easily. Giving up on replacing people. Them. Yeah. And yeah, upgrading yeah. them like you would a product. And by yeah. using this cold language, mm-hmm. you know, and turning, literally just going and turning the person off and sort of just cutting, like forcibly going, no, let's say, and then dreaming, oh, what if it was this and what if it was that? Yeah. And actually, the problems haven't changed. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and it's the, she feeds them the same meal. Yep. You know what I mean? They're having the same drink at the same table. It's the same conversation. They have exactly the same conversation. And the fact that because she's also a robot, she gives the same responses as the original robots. It's like all in their programming. I'd be curious if she's she's aware. Uh, Do either of them know that they're robots? I don't know. No, but the idea being there for is this what we do as people? Do yeah. we just go through the same the same date, the same yeah. the same relationships? At this point I do this, at this just point I do what this. We're told to say. You know, you watch the same 15 movies or whatever yeah. it is with, with the next person. You do the same the, the, the that, that cliche of someone who's got the same first date restaurant yeah. and the same yeah, this yeah. is where you go Second with this date, person. Date, this yeah. is our first mini break. This is where we go and yeah. yada yada yada. And is there something in that and also the danger then of things like dating apps where you can yeah. go on and Everybody looks exciting yeah. because you see this fictitious. And she was thinking about the sporty. She, I want sporty. I want adventurous. Yeah. And she has the same conversation. Exactly. Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed other than his mannerisms slightly. Yeah. And, you, the, and when she unwraps the new one, there's like desire in her eyes. Mm-hmm. Like she's like she's wanting. She's excited about, I think, the physical prospects or, yeah. or newness of the relationship even. Yeah. But that wanes really quickly. Really quick. Really, really quickly. And so I think it's a really powerful commentary on relationships. I think it's a commentary on um like dating apps and, yeah. and, and dating app culture. And I think it's about not giving up necessarily on who you have because they don't fulfill your every need. So rather than have a, uh, ironically, rather than have a proper conversation about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. all very selfish. I want this from the relationship. Fine. I'm going to get something new. Yeah. And then he dumps her, and then he, theoretically he'll repeat the cycle, and so on and so forth. Yeah, it's really, really interesting. Yeah, like, one that you can kind of watch and then watch again and pick up different bits and pieces. Like because there was definitely a couple of little bits of, um, not necessarily foreshadowing, but little little bits that like linked to the fact that she's also a robot and those sorts of things. Like even when I was first watching, because before the first robot reveal, I was like, "This is weird." something something's up i couldn't yeah. couldn't pinpoint what if you went back and watched that i'm sure their movements are even slightly yeah i don't know I've never, I, I don't think i looked at that level yeah. no no but uh because it felt off it didn't feel like two humans eating food next to each other and i know it's supposed well, to feel awkward yeah i mean it could feel like a relationship that's you know broken down or whatever yeah but it, it felt it did feel weird yeah um so questions did, 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 did you like it i did yeah okay yeah, yeah. yeah definitely yeah, it's definitely one that I think is uh, is, is 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 worth a watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think and going, what is the message here? And it's the first example we've had of a twist ending. Yes, in this case, a double twist. But yeah, yeah. yeah. so I think you got it all with the first twist, and now there's the second <laughs> twist coming. So definitely one that. Uh, so, so where does it rank? Where does it rank? Are we going to go with the celebrations? Is there something else you have to go with in order to to, to rank this one? I know it's it's difficult because this isn't isn't. I wouldn't say it's in the same box as the other ones. The other two were both comedies. Yeah. So I don't know whether you could rank this with the celebrations or not. Yeah. Because they're not the same thing. I mean, obviously they're all short films, but this isn't the same genre by any stretch of the imagination as the first two that we've done. Yeah. So what I'm going to do with mine is I'm going to, 
uh, go with another fun size chocolate bar, but something else that we have here in the UK. Okay, go on then. I'm gonna go with the green and blacks. Ooh, so green and black yeah. is like this organic chocolate, uh, usually yeah, high, usually high cocoa, high end, yeah, high end chocolate that yeah. you can get. Uh, really, if you want to, I, I remember once someone brought in a pack for them and took them to the office and went, "What are these?" And I went, "Oh, Ian, these are yeah. these are these are good." Yeah. So I'm going to go. Americans forget everything you think you know about chocolate. <laughs> unless it's green and blacks. It's so I'm going to go with a green and blacks dark chocolate. Yeah. So the idea where you're like, this is more complex than just, this isn't easy palatable. That was nice and fun. No, this is different. This is a bit, hmm, there's something to this. And although at first blush, it's not exactly, it's not like the ride of your life. It's not one minute time machine. Yeah. It's not this really happy, bouncy, hit all the right marks and get in and get out. This is... This, this has got a, depth to it. This is a 75% cocoa yeah. chocolate bar. This is, is this yeah. is how's your palate, because we're going to test it today. Yeah, make sure you yeah. cleanse your palate first, because yeah. this is going to get layered. So that's where I am. I am a green and blacks, organic, dark chocolate. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm there with you. I think oh, it's, okay, yeah, great. definitely. So, yeah, I mean, I, I really like it and really, really recommend it to anybody who's, uh, who's out there. Um, it's called... Uh, high maintenance it's yeah. uh, by philip van which is a brilliant name for high it. maintenance yeah, yeah yeah i think about relationships and relationships being high maintenance but also the fact that they're robots which would require maintenance yeah so yeah really really interesting yeah, so uh, i like in my short films uh, occasionally I, I want nothing i don't want i don't want to have only twists because then yeah, i know everything i'm getting go. into yeah well then I don't know, I, the only reason why twists work is if you watch them sort of not infrequently enough but you watch them in enough of a variety of other mm-hmm. films definitely that you don't you're not always waiting for what the twist is mm-hmm. so that would be that definitely so i guess um i mean i've got one more to check out okay in the short sort of things then we can start talking about other things potentially i've got one more i want to watch it's a bit of a longer one as far as short films go okay so the first one i wanted to suggest is a little bit longer as well okay so i'll do this one it might also lend itself to a little bit of a uh, longer episode which maybe i mean we're sitting here 18 minutes for crying out loud that's mad yeah if you think about some (laughs) of the stuff we do here so i'm gonna go with a film called septum that's the one I was going to say. Oh, is it really? Straight up. You might, have, Septum. you might have told me about Septum then. I Maybe you're I the one who told me. Done, yeah. Because I've, I've heard it from someone. It must it have been, been you who me. recommended it. Yeah. And then I, I watch it with my classes. It's it's. Like, I kid you not. It is open on oh, my Oh, really? Phone, okay. Right? So Septum it is. So good. So we're in agreement. Septum's the next it's film. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant it's film. It's just shy of 30 minutes. 29 minutes, 10 seconds. But again, it's available on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, it is directed by Hazel Hayes. Yeah. And so 29 minutes, 10 seconds. Uh, we'll probably tweet out the, the link a couple days before mm-hmm. it, it drops. Because uh, I'm trying to think it'll be a while before this even drops. Yeah. Because we'll just, we did the first two back to back, of course. And then we had the Ask BFE and we had the yeah. Real Roundtable. And then I don't know what else is It'll coming out. Weeks. Yeah. We could have see it or skip it. So we don't know it's where this is at. Septum but. might be good, good for Halloween. but Septum might be. Septum's, it's, it's a really interesting premise again. And, um, it, it does, I, I believe, it does meet all the things. In the first minute, you, yeah. you know the rules of the game. Yeah. So, there we go. It's very clever. I've not seen it in a few years, so I'm looking forward to watching it again. Yeah, yeah, So, um, any passing thoughts? I, I thought this film was, was, was incredibly acted by, by the two actors in, in question. Especially considering they're acting as robots. But, but they're also not. But they're not. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're never... It's remarkable because we're not aware that she's a robot until her acting's over. Yeah. We're not aware he, the first version of him is a robot until, until he's over. done. Yeah. And the second version, we're aware he is a robot and he still makes it work. 
Yeah. And that last shot of him on the couch and that cold so look good. in his eye, yeah. that's not robotic though. That's like that's like de- like human depression. Yeah. Oh, it's well, there's, a, there's a bit of a connection there between the two, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so so I mean it's very 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 good. Very good. So it's two green and black organic dark chocolates on this yeah. one. <laughs> Didn't think that would be coming when we started it up. So uh yeah. Um definitely worth a watch our first sort of non-comedy um but some it, it, it will stay with you I think for a bit. I think so, yeah. Yeah. All right, so check us out next time when we go ahead and we tackle uh Septum by Hazel Hayes here on Fun Size Films. For best film ever, I've been here. And I've been Georgia. And Mom always said short films are like a box of chocolates. Really, every time. You never know what you're going to get. We watch this on a Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) We'll catch you on the flippity flap. The flippity flip flop. And, well, that's not the right one. It's higher than that. (laughs) Not that high. (laughs) 